The Chicago White Sox hit four solo home runs but could not convert in extra innings. They lost the game and series to the L.A. Dodgers. White Sox dropped to 10 games under 500 and head to Seattle to start a three-game series with the Mariners. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sox fans, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Uh, go to birddogs.com slash Lockdown MLB and they'll Throwing a free custom bird dogs Yeti style tumbler uh, with every order. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The Chicago White Sox take on the Seattle Mariners on Friday. Michael Kopech is on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. State of the Sox. Uh, they are now 30 and 40, uh, five and a half games back in the AL Central. Uh, they lost to the Dodgers in extras on Thursday in the series finale, 5-4. to four. Uh, White Sox tried to win by way of home run. Uh, they hit four of them, uh, two pairs of back-to-back jacks, uh, but just could not convert when it mattered. Uh, but we have seen that before many, many times. Uh, all the details coming up. Uh, later in this episode. Uh, this was Pedro Grafol after Wednesday's win. Uh, that was a gutsy, gutsy win. Uh, it was a big win, a really big win. And uh, we thought, you know what? The way they were hitting the ball at the beginning of the game on Thursday, maybe some of that momentum they actually carried over. Uh, you know, you hit four home runs in a game. You think uh, the end result might be favorable for you. That was not the case. Uh, this was from James Fegan on Twitter. Uh, Jake Berger said Sunday uh, it would be a dream come true to be in the home run derby, and he has long hoped to have his dad pitch to him for it. Uh, also, uh, he didn't think it would hurt his swing. I don't feel like I have to manipulate my swing to hit home runs in BP. He hit two on Wednesday, added another on Thursday, uh, 16 home runs, 36 RBIs. What a story. Uh, go vote for him uh, for the All-Star game for designated hitter. Uh, that would be uh, awesome to see for sure. Uh, we should be seeing more of Jake Berger. As expected, uh, White Sox third baseman Yoan Mankata went on the injured list. Uh, a 10-day injured list retroactive to June 14th with lower back inflammation. Uh, we've been hearing it for several days now, maybe even weeks, uh, from Pedro Grafol. 
Uh, Mankata's back has been barking. He just can't do certain things. We've seen him grimacing and, and wincing in pain after swings and uh, after, you know, fielding ground balls at third. He has not been right. Uh, something serious is going on with that back. And uh, I don't know if it's just going to be a 10 day injured list thing for him, but more time for Jake Berger. Uh, hopefully uh, things get figured out though with Yoan Mankata, but uh, this uh, disc situation, whatever certain nerve stuff happening in his lower back, that's some serious stuff. And uh, uh, you know, I, obviously it wasn't right when he came back. Uh, the White Sox called up infielder Zach Remillard from Triple A Charlotte to take Mankata's spot on the roster. Uh, he's going to be wearing number twenty-eight. The legend, Larry Garcia's old number, uh, Remillard, 29 years old, who has not played in the majors, uh, is slashing 236, 344, uh, 354, with five home runs in 59 games at Charlotte this season. Uh, we did not see him in the game on Thursday, uh, so maybe in Seattle. Uh, Mancada is batting uh, 232, 279. Uh, 370 with three home runs and a 648 OPS in 48 of the 70 uh, games that the White Sox have played. Uh, he batted 212, 273, 354 with 12 home runs uh, and a 626 OPS in 104 games last season, uh, his fourth under terms of a five-year, $70 million, million dollar contract signed before the 2020 season. Uh, Aloy Jimenez, uh, he has returned to the lineup, uh, but he has not played in the outfield yet. Uh, here is what Pedro Grafol has said about that. Uh, we have to put our heads together and decide uh, when that's the right time to go back to the outfield. Uh, we certainly don't want to put him in harm's way and get him back in the IL. But I certainly want him to play the outfield because when he does that, it allows us to get Berger in there as a designated hitter and get some of these other guys we want to get in. I'd like for him to play some outfield. Uh, with Mancata on the IL and now Berger able to play all the third base that he wants, hopefully, Aloy Jimenez stays at the designated hitter spot. Uh, we do not want to get him hurt all over again. So, you know, take advantage of this situation. Berger is at third. Keep Aloy at uh, DH. This was the lineup on Thursday for the finale. Uh, Tim Anderson right back there in the top spot. Sheets uh, playing right field and hitting a second. Robert three, uh, Jimenez, Berger, Vaughn. Uh, Grandal, Frazier was in left field, uh, no Benatendi resting that hand, and Andrews at second base. Uh, Grafol, this is what Grafol said, uh, on the whole Tim Anderson a leadoff situation, uh, will you shift him around? Uh, Grafol, on thinking about potentially and temporarily moving Anderson from the leadoff spot, not at all, hasn't even crossed my mind I don't react that way unless they come in and say they are not comfortable there or something like that, which I hope they don't. I'm not going to react. Hasn't even crossed your mind 
that has got to be just something you're putting out there in the media to maybe defend Tim Anderson, maybe make him feel better, uh, or maybe the way you're saying it, you're asking him without asking him, hey, come to me and say you want to be dropped in uh, the lineup. I mean, it, it has to have crossed your mind. Uh, he is uh, not the same Tim Anderson up there in the top. Uh, had another rough game on Thursday. Uh, loves hitting the ball on the ground, and he did that uh, more on Thursday. So, uh, again, if you want to set up this team for success, think about, at least think about moving Tim Anderson uh, from the leadoff spot. Uh, could it be the first all-star game for Luis Robert Jr.? He has been mashing uh, on a tear. Uh, Will Leach had this from MLB.com. Uh, they listed 10 potential players uh, that could be seeing their first all-star game action. And uh, Luis Robert Jr. was mentioned. Obviously, injuries are the main reason Robert, uh, one of the most purely talented players in the majors, has never made an all-star game before. Uh, he played only 68 games in 2021 and 98 games last year. Uh, but while the White Sox have struggled this year, they haven't had to worry about Robert uh, who has already surpassed his single-season career high in home runs. Uh, he was supposed to be the linchpin of great White Sox teams and may have to settle for being their lone all-star representative this year. Uh, I hope it's also Jake Berger. For what Jake Berger is doing, uh, that would be uh, one heck of a story. But yeah, Luis Robert Jr. is healthy, uh, and he has been fun to watch offensively. Uh, four home runs uh, will usually produce favorable end results, uh, but not on Thursday. The Dodgers battled back. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Uh, Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the uh, thigh and uh, leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but uh, fit much better. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. Uh, Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches uh, so you get a slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Uh, Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Go to birddogs.com slash MLB for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order uh, that's birddogs.com slash locked on uh, MLB. The White Sox face off against the Mariners on Friday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Uh, it was a late night uh, into Friday morning. Sox lost to the Dodgers 5-4 uh, in 11 innings. Uh, let's go top of first. Uh, Grove was on the hill for the Dodgers. Uh, he came into the game with an eight-plus ERA uh, after a Tim Anderson ground out. Luis Robert Jr. and Aloy Jimenez uh, hit back-to-back -back home runs. You know, before this season started, uh, if you were with me on this podcast, I was referring to Jimenez and Robert Jr. as thunder and lightning. Boy, if we can get these two guys going, uh, stay healthy. Uh, this would be some serious damage, and 
it was fun to see this. Uh, it has not happened very often at all, but it uh, it happened on Thursday quickly. Two nothing White Sox. Uh, bottom one, uh, Dylan C struck out bets to start things off. Had Freeman 0-2 and tried to finish him off on an upstairs fastball. We've seen that a lot from Sox pitchers. Uh, got him to fly out to center. Struck out Smith on a high fastball on a full count. A uh, nice job by Cease. Went right after guys. Uh, got the Sox back on offense quickly. Uh, top a second, Yaz with a base hit. Then a couple of strikeouts. Uh, Sox frozen on Grove's breaking stuff. Uh, bottom second, Elvis Andrews threw some leather at second base. Cease had his fastball sitting 96-97. Uh, trouble locating the slider in this inning. Uh, he did get Hayward to chase uh, for one for a leadoff strikeout, but issued a two-out walk to Vargas. Uh, no further damage as he got Outman to swing through a 95-mile-per-hour fastball for an inning-ending strikeout. A tap of three. Tim Anderson, alert, alert, a leadoff base hit, flipped one to short right field. Uh, Luis Robert Jr., second at bat, could not catch up to a 97-mile-per-hour fastball. He struck out, and Aloy grounded out in his second at bat. Bottom three, C's got his fifth strikeout to start off the third. Uh, he looked in command, uh, working pretty quickly, getting guys to chase the slider, which hasn't been the case in previous outings, and went upstairs at an 0-2 count to Rojas to strike him out. Uh, Betts had a two-out hit, the first hit of the night for the Dodgers. Uh, that was it for them uh, in the third. Top of fourth, Jake Berger did it again. Solo home run, fourth road home run in his last five games. Uh, Three-nothing socks. Then Vaughn follows right up with his own blast to left field. Four-nothing socks. Uh, the White Sox jumped all over Michael Grove early on. Uh, bottom four leadoff walk for the Dodgers, but Cease worked around that. Uh, got his seventh strikeout of the game to end the inning. That knuckle curve was very compact, uh, and he hit his spots with it. Uh, top of five, nothing doing for the White Sox. Bottom five, 70 pitches on the arm of Dylan Cease to start the inning. Eighth strikeout uh, to kick things off. A pop-up in front of home plate. This was a bizarre play that dropped. Uh, so you've got Vaughn converging in, Berger and Yaz all kind of staring at this foul ball. Uh, it dropped in front of Yaz kind of near home plate and then went foul. It was very bizarre. It ended up being a, a one-out walk. So just, uh, if anything, just more pitches on Dylan Cease's arms because the foul ball wasn't caught. Uh, really good stuff against Rojas. Slider, slider, knuckle curve for strikeout number nine. Uh, got Freeman a ground out. Uh, sees through a lot of pitches that inning, but kept the Dodgers off the board. Uh, nothing doing for the Sox in the sixth. Bottom of the sixth for the Dodgers. Uh, Cease got number 10 against Hayward at 100 pitches with one out in the second. Uh, second single of the inning, put two on, and Cease was pulled a Ronaldo Lopez came in the game, a 97-mile-per-hour fastball for a strike to start it up, easy fly out to right field. Then Chris Taylor came up with the bases loaded, and he destroyed a belt-high fastball, middle-middle, for a two-out grand slam ball game was tied uh, at four, a top of seven. 
Andrews with a leadoff double. I'm thinking, everybody's thinking, you got to get this run in. Come on, leadoff double. This is a gift here. Tim Anderson frozen on a fastball down Main Street. Looked just completely confused. Uh, Gavin Sheets with a ground out. Andrews did move to third. Uh, Robert walked, stole uh, second. And L.A. catcher uh, Smith faked the throw down to second and got Andrews to bite. I mean, they got him in a rundown, uh, and that was it. Andrews fell for one of the oldest tricks in the book. Uh, now, my question is, where's third base coach Eddie Rodriguez on that one? Kind of uh, whispering in Andrews's ear, hey, watch for this. This might happen. A missed opportunity by the White Sox in the seventh. A bottom seven, Joe Kelly. He had a nasty slider working. Luis Robert Jr., man, he is like a gazelle out there in the outfield. Closed the gap uh, quickly in center with ease. No damage done there. Top of eight, Santos got the job done. Then Ke- uh, uh, Kelly, I'm sorry, Graveman uh, took the ninth. It was back-to-back games for Graveman. Uh, it was uncomfortable for him, but he got uh, Hayward to strike out to end the inning. So we are going into extras Uh, And you know it. You know it as a Sox fan. When you go into extras, you're just saying to yourself, I've seen this before. You know, they're going to either strand the guy at second or they are not going to put a run uh, across home plate. So in the 10th, Tim Anderson, ground out to first. Now, it did move the ghost runner to third. So one out for Sheets. Uh, He walked. Uh, Luis Robert Jr. struck out on a breaking ball. Two outs and then Aloy. Uh, swinging at stuff way out of the zone, struck out on a breaking ball now in the dirt. Sox came up empty. A bottom of 10, Aaron Bummer had a really great inning ground out, then a pop out behind home plate. Uh, that was this time caught by Yaz. After an intentional walk, it was Chris Taylor, Mr. Grand Slam, and Bummer struck out Taylor. So we went to the 11th. Uh, top of 11, Berger led off against a lefty, struck out, uh, chasing. A sack fly by Vaughn got Romy Gonzalez to third. Uh, Yaz grounded out another blown opportunity. And again, I'm thinking there's no way the Dodgers are going to let the Sox off the hook again. And so here we go, bottom 11, uh, crochet in the game. Uh, ball went off of Yasmani uh, Grandal's glove. It looked like a slider that he just could not catch. So uh, L.A. runner went to third. Foul tip that was called ball four. So put runners in the corners, nobody out. Uh, Betts walked, and then Freddie Freeman uh, went uh, just and walked it off. Deep fly ball that Luis Robert Jr. didn't even attempt. Uh, game over. Uh, Cease, his final line, five and a third innings. Uh, Four hits, two earned run, three walks, 10 strikeouts. Uh, Cease's ERA now 4.31. Sacks then went with Lopez, Kelly, Santos, Graveman, Bummer, and Crochet. Uh, White Sacks offense, four runs. Uh, They had eight hits. Now, uh, four of those eight hits were solo home runs. Sacks were 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. Uh, Frazier, Robert, Aloy all had three strikeouts. Uh, Berger struck out four times. Uh, White Sox continue their West Coast trip as they head to Seattle. Uh, More on that uh, in a moment. 
Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make your way to FanDuel because right now new customers can get a no sweat uh, first bet up to uh, $2,000, $2,500. I'm sorry, that's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. So Sox head to Seattle Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, great ballpark out there. Uh, if you've had a chance to get out there, I, I, it's one of my favorites that I've been to. I like their setup. Uh, I went many, many years ago. Robin Ventura was still manager, and uh, they had a, a brewery across the street, Pyramid Brewing. I would imagine it's still there. Maybe it's not, but uh, the setup was kind of nice, a big outdoor uh, kind of patio area, play some bags, and then just literally walk across the street. That's kind of like your tailgating opportunities, like how, how a lot of these stadiums are built just right into the city. Uh, they've got all these bars and restaurants nearby. So, you know, there is not tailgating. You just go there, walk over to the game. Uh, super friendly fans, had a blast, really enjoyed that ballpark. Uh, on Friday, uh, the game's on uh, Apple TV, Kopech's on the mound, Saturday, Giolito, Sunday, Lynn. Uh, Michael Kopech with an ERA of 1.59 and nine strikeouts in uh, just two appearances against the Mariners in his career. His lone uh, start came last season. I uh, went three and two thirds, four runs, one earned, uh, one home run, uh, issued two walks, four strikeouts. Uh, do not want a repeat of that line. Uh, Kopech is three and five with an ERA of 4.03 and 85 strikeouts in 13 appearances this season. Last time we saw Kopech, uh, he pitched in game two of the Marlins series, uh, five innings, five hits, zero earned runs, uh, one walk, six strikeouts. That was that Hawaiian shirt game. Uh, that was also the bullpen meltdown, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. So we'll see what this weekend holds uh, for our Chicago White Sox. Uh, Mariners not playing probably as well as they would like, but still it, it's been a tough place for the Sox uh, over the years. Uh, Mike Clevenger, some news on his arm before we go, said there's no structural damage in his elbow, uh, shoulder or elbow. Uh, has fluid on the bicep, uh, called it best news possible. IL would seem likely, uh, but Sox don't have to make a move yet. So, uh, you know, after this uh, three-game series against Seattle, then you come home and then you've got Texas as one of the best teams uh, at the top of the AL West, uh, and then Boston after that. Don't want to look too far ahead, but, you know, this is that June schedule, and then it's going to go into July, Sacks 10 games under. Uh, again, the AL Central Division is forgiving, keeping them at five and a half games. Uh, I'm excited to see what uh, Kopech and Giolito can give. Uh, I, I'm not looking forward to the Lance Lynn start on Sunday. Um, you know, I... I want to just kind of keep my focus on Kopech, Giolito, maybe win the first two, and then the Lynn 
uh, outing doesn't matter as much. Uh, of course, you want to win every game, but really looking at that Kopech start here because I, I want him to continue to build uh, some positive outings, uh, maybe go six or seven. We'll see. Uh, and what's going to happen offensively for the Sox? You know, they've been hitting some home runs as of late, uh, but can they get a complete offense uh, game together? 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position. I mean, can't figure out the extra inning stuff, can't manufacture runs. Uh, that's the issue. You cannot live by just home run, you know, because when you get in critical situations where you have to get some runs through, you, you just don't have you don't have the, the know-how, the ability. The process. I don't know what it is. Uh, I am looking for Pedro Grafol to think about. Please let it cross your mind that Tim Anderson maybe shouldn't be at the top of this lineup. Uh, if Ben Attendee is healthy, I wouldn't mind seeing Ben Attendee up there. We know we're going to get a lot of Jake Berger with Mankata on the IL. Uh, so keep an eye on seeing how that lineup might shake. But if Grafol's putting it out there, maybe he's going to stick with TA. I, I just think, look, if, if you're really trying uh, anything here uh, just think about it think about it Grafol. Uh, give, give it a shot what can you lose right now they're 10 games under 500 just give it a shot uh, folks thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine you can find the lockdown white sacks podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast we're on twitter at lockdown sacks you can find me on twitter at nick underscore uh, GGTV. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Sox Take on the Mariners on Friday in Seattle. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Hey, everydayers, you know who you are. On the next episode, I will recap the weekend that was for our White Sox. Hopefully, somehow talking about a sweep of the Mariners. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox.